just to show like don't don't judge people don't don't put them in a compartment or a box just because you think you understand them better that way because you don't you don't know they might surprise you i think i think that's a great note to end on and that's something about the anonymity of radio allows you to be free Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for the work you did on this project. And uh, listeners can tune in right after this interview. It'll be on at 9 a.m. on Friday morning. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You've just heard an interview with documentary producers Deepi Lale, Estefania Solis, and Dama Korec. To hear their documentary, Inclusion of the Underrepresented, Diversability in Media, Stay tuned to CITR on Friday, May 20th at 9 a.m. Hey! Let's talk about food and music, eating and grooving, munching and moving, forking and spooning, listening to tunes, yeah, dinner's on soon, and to get ready for, ready for, peanut butter and jams. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with hosts Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the hosts, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams. And hello and welcome. You are listening to Peanut Butter and Jams, and I am Jordy. And I am Brenda. And it's lovely to be here today. We've got a great show planned for you guys. Brenda, actually, you had a little bit to say just about that documentary we just heard. Yes. So just so you know, uh, CITR has produced a series of 10 documentaries, radio documentaries, uh, as part of UBC Centennial. So what we're doing is uh, part of the project involved digitizing our old archival audio collection and then uh, these documentaries cover a slice of history using the old archive clips and interviews with people today to kind of show a, uh, a then and now create a story of uh, the evolution of UBC and the evolution of CITR and the evolution of uh, Vancouver. Anyway so that was an interview with uh, the producers of one of our documentaries called Inclusion of the Underrepresented, the Beginning of Diverse Ability in Media. So if you want to hear it, you can uh, uh, go to citr.ca slash docs and listen to the podcast. So you just heard an interview with the producers, and to hear the actual documentary, you can go to our website. Cool. Um, well, enough about that. What do we got going on today? Well, we do have a bunch of stuff. We got a lot of great, um, we got two great guests. We do. One, someone from Hot Art Wet City, who's going to be talking about eating yourself. Mm-hmm. And, well, you'll see. Uh, and someone who's going to be talking about eating fish uh, and co- community, uh, community supported, supported fisheries. Fish. Fisheries. Off the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a fishery? It's a fishmonger. It's a f- bit of both it's a bit we'll of both we'll learn a bit more about this Br- later brenda will brenda will have a very educational learn. experience and i'll have a also an educational experience obviously jordy did his research yeah someone told me to look look into that questions was me for the show <laughs> i said jordy why don't you think of some questions passing the buck uh, <laughs> um, and i scheduled the interview um yeah so what are we gonna hear music wise uh we got lots of great music um we've got uh, this song by Wish Kicker, which is called Pourquoi Why. Um, you can check out you Wish... mean why why or the, just pourquoi? The letter Y. Pourquoi, oh. comma, letter Y, question mark. Interesting. Very, very internet-y. Let's listen to it.
critical updates. It will also let you listen to the local FM station using three times less battery and 20 times less data. An enabled FM chip in your smartphone can make the difference in an emergency situation by allowing you to still hear critical updates. It will also let you listen to the local FM station using three times less battery and 20 times less data than streaming. Visit freeradioonmyphone.ca to see how you can get involved by contacting your carrier and signing our petition. They don't work. Brenda's getting mad about about phone companies not having activated your FM abilities. Yeah, so I hope you heard that last ad. Because you have the ability to listen to FM radio. Yeah. Unless you're listening on the internet. Well, you can listen on the internet, but then it uses your battery and your data. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you want to not use those things and still use your phone? Yeah, it does sound better. It sounds better. Anyway, so there's this campaign and you can go and sign a petition, but the more important thing for you to do is to call your phone provider and tell them that you want that chip unlocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so campus stations across Canada and the CBC are teaming up to educate consumers and uh, try and get that changed. Well, um, that's good. Uh, what? I feel like I'm talking about a lot of unrelated You're, things to our show. You sound, yeah, you sound, well, you sound passionate though, so that's good. Um, Plus, you get to hear emergency messages, whereas you don't get those on your phone. Who what d- if there's an earthquake and the zombies come? Who doesn't want to hear earthquake messages? Exactly. Um, I'm going to put on another song before we go to our guest. Um, we are going to be talking with Chris Benson from Hot Art Wet City about one of their new um, ex- exhibits. Is it called an exhibit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Art show? Art show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think art show is the less pretentious name for it uh but let's put on another song and then we will and then we will get into that mm-hmm.
Olympics king. Big time racketeer. Back in full force. This could be one of the big moments in your life. Don't make it your last. Look, this thing might be bigger than even we think it is. Do you need an upgrade to the soundtrack to your life? Perhaps a song from a film or a tune from TV. My name is Gap. Exploding Head Movies is here to give you sounds from the cinema, along with the songs that will be defining your future and those forgotten classics that need a little rescue. Monday, 7 9 p.m. on CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Brought to you in living color. Attention, non-affiliated life. Tambor Concerts, Levitation Fest, and CITR present King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with Dead Ghosts and the Pretties. This May 28th at the Rickshaw Theater. King Gizzard is touring in support of the new album, Paper Mache Dream Balloon. This show is completely sold out. But you can learn more about these dark rites at kinggizzardandthelizardwizard.com or learn more about upcoming shows at timberconcerts.com. And you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. My name is Jordy, and this is CITR 101.9 FM um, we are attempting to uh, fight the CITR board to get our guest on the air. Um, but while we work that out, we are going to play another song for you. You just heard Supermoon. The song was called If You Say So. And this next one is uh, by Black Mountain. It's off of their new album. And it is called, the Black the, the new Black Mountain album is called IV. A little homage to a very famous rock band that you might have heard of. Um, and this one is called Florian Saucer Attack.
And we are here with our guest, Chris Benson, uh, from Hot Art Wet City. Brenda, Hello. would you like to ask a question? Hi, Chris. Hi. Uh, how's your day going? Pretty good. How about yours? Good. Uh, can you tell us about this upcoming show you have? Uh, Eat Yourself. Eat Yourself. Uh, is a tribute to anthropomorphic cannibalism. So animals and inanimate objects uh, eating themselves, like you'd see on a, on a barbecue restaurant sign or maybe a, a dentist's office uh, with a tooth brushing its own teeth. Like a, like a pig that's really excited about a hot dog or something. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and it, when did this inspiration for this show strike you? Um, you know, it's one of those things that it just kind of popped in. I'm not sure when it was. June is usually uh, a, a show at the gallery that's an open call show, so artists can submit to the to a theme. And uh, at some point last year, I decided that this would be a funny theme. Not really thinking about how it also connected with our February show about pizza and the art for that one. That some of it was uh, anthropomorphic cannibalism for that one as well. So was that like a conscious decision to do it again, to do, or uh, to do that? Or? Not at all. It was just, uh, I think, I guess I just had food on my mind and, uh, and thought it, I didn't even see a connection when I was thinking about the ideas. I thought February would be a you know, pizza food love kind of thing because and, and, for Valentine's Day. And then this was just, I, don't, I didn't even think about the pizza show. <laughs> it's just a funny thing that happened. Is there going to be more pizza in this show? <laughs> Nobody submitted pizza for this show. Uh, I was so tired of pizza. I, I guess so. Um, I'd, I'd like to see some pizza. There's still a day left to submit art, or two days left to submit art. So maybe some pizza will come in. But uh, it's mostly been uh, the, the thing you usually see: the pigs, the cows, you know, those kinds of things. Is it mostly animals, or are there like things like, um, like a box of cereal eating some cereal? Uh, there's a bag of milk, drinking milk. There's a cupcake, eating another cupcake. You know, there are, there are some food items eating a themselves. A bag of inanimate milk. Object. Bag of milk. Uh, nice. Maybe you're too young to remember bags of milk. Uh. Uh, I think it's also an Ontario thing. The it's definitely an Ontario thing. Ontario. Yeah. 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 Uh, so are most of your shows where any artist can submit, or do you have a whole bunch of, of types of shows? Uh, I've got a whole bunch of types of shows. Uh, I do about three big month-long shows that are open call shows and then two one-night-only shows that are open call and then the rest of the year is is more curated shows um, you know small group shows with two to six artists or the occasional solo show since you said there's a, still a couple days for people to submit is there mm -hmm. any types of food eating <laughs> themselves that you really wish had been submitted but haven't been yet well, it's not just eating, too. So I was thinking about or, or consumption in yeah. general or just some kind of you know horrific scene. Uh, today I thought, well, somebody could do uh, grass mowing the lawn and the, the lawn is you know their children or something. I don't know, something crazy like that. Nobody's really done anything kind of crazy like that. Um, so you haven't been horrified by anything that's come in so far? <laughs> not yet, no. There's just kind of a lot of, uh, you know, you feel a little sad for... for uh, for some of the for some of the characters, um, or maybe laugh at them, but nothing horrific yet. Not yet. Well, maybe someone can come in and horrify you. Now's your chance. Yeah, now's chance. Where where is Hot Art Wet City? I mean, I know, but tell everyone. Sure, Hot Art Wet City is at twenty two oh six Main Street. It's Main and Sixth in Vancouver. Yeah, it's uh, pretty close to Brassneck or Cartems. If you yeah, um, if you're a donut and you want to come to the event, you could go to Cartam's, eat a donut, eat a donut, and then go. Well, I think they should have to bring me a donut if they're going to taunt me with donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what other kind of things happen in your space? Uh, we have comedy shows on a regular basis. So if it's not an opening reception on a Friday night, then it's a comedy show. So tomorrow night we have comedy. Saturday night we have comedy this week. Uh, next week we have more comedy on Saturday. Uh, we've really become uh, an alternative comedy venue in the city. Um, yeah, there's a pretty great picture of Alicia Tobin with a banana that's eating pizza, which doesn't totally fit, but doesn't <laughs> not fit either. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's from her show, Come Draw With Me, which is tomorrow night. And uh, that image was at, from one of the shows. I can't remember how long ago that was, but um, that idea of your favorite food, eating your favorite food. I can't remember. She has weird themes like that, where it's either a favorite animal, eating your favorite food, or something, eating something else, or doing something else that's your favorite in kind of a silly way. That's uh... And then you draw it. <laughs> well, it looks it looks really great. Um, well, I, I hope that um, lots of people come out to to the event. Is there any, anything else that you wanted to ask Chris about, Brenda? No. Chris, is there anything else you wanted to, to plug while you're here? Well, Eat Yourself starts next week. The opening reception is free and open to everybody. It's Friday, June 3rd, and the show runs from June 2nd until the 25th. Um, oh, and we also have yoga, weekly yoga, Wednesday nights at 615, $15 for half a yoga. That's awesome. Well, mm-hmm. I hope we uh, I hope we talk to you again soon. Um, if I if I come by the opening, I'll try and say hi. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on our show. It's great to hear about food that's also about art. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. No problem. Um. So that was Chris. Uh, Chris, I'm. Thank you so much for being on. Um, We're just going to go to a song, and then we will uh, be back soon. This is Les Chaussettes.
And we are back, and that you are listening to CRTR 101.9 FM Vancouver. That song was called Mothers of the Sun, and it was also from IV, or 4, as it might be called, uh, by Black Mountain. Um, we have a, another guest on the line now. Mike, can you hear us? Yeah, I certainly can. Excellent. Hello? Um, so we are here to talk to Mike about um, Skipper Autos. Um, Skipper Autos is a community-supported fishery. Um, Mike, what is a community-supported fishery? Well, it's an organization that uh, connects uh, independent BC fishermen uh, and uh, their families with consumers like me who want to buy fish from uh, local fishermen in uh, BC uh, that is fished, fished locally. So that's what the CSF does is, con- is connect the fisher men with uh, consumers like me who want to buy their fish. And yeah, so uh, just to be clear, you, you don't work for Skipper Autos. You just love Skipper Autos. Yeah, that's true. I don't work. I guess I'm, uh, I'm uh, I guess you could call me a bit of a fan, uh, like a fanboy or something like that yeah. <laughs> is what an I am. Enthu- an uh, I'm really stoked on Skipper Autos. But uh, yeah, no, I do not work for Skipper Autos. That's correct. Uh, can you tell us a bit about how it works? How did you find out about Skipper Autos, and and how did you sign up? Sure. Yeah. Well, uh, I found out um, about Skipper Autos through some friends who also like to support, uh, like some they like some CSAs, like and and uh, CSF Skipper Autos, and also we we joined a, a, a CS. Uh, a that gives us our grain too that's based in uh chillac so that's kind of fun um so yeah so they introduced me to skipperados three or four years ago and they're like hey you guys you should check out these guys and start getting your fish from them so that's what i did and uh i haven't really regretted it it's been a really nice experience so far and just for people who don't know what a csa or a csf is uh community supported agriculture or and i and i assume the fishery works on a pretty similar model um, you put money in a certain, like, uh, buy basically a share of the catch that, or the harvest, as depending on whether it's a farm or a fishery, um, so that the money, the, the people who are working on it get the money up front, and then you get the food later. But is that is that a good, do you think that's a good way of describing it, Mike? Yeah, that's, that's uh, basically the model, yeah, because... Uh, for the for the people who are doing the fishing, like kind of all their expenses are coming, a lot of their expenses are coming up front. They got to do boat maintenance and like buy their like have their boat and have staff, and that's all like at, at upfront cost at the beginning of the fishing season. Um, and they don't really know what they're going to catch because like that's the way fish works. So um, you do the same thing. You get, well, you can cover their expenses. You you pay uh, at the beginning of the season to cover their costs, and then they go out and fish, and then you get a, sh- a share of whatever they catch. Um, so I kind of like that it kind of connects you better with like what's actually being caught in local waters at, at that time of the year. Um, cause I think it, uh, cause I think it just gives you a little bit more connectivity with your food. And I, I kind of vibe with that. I like that because when I'm eating my food, I kind of like to pay attention. Well, if I'm paying attention more to the, to the, where it, where it came from. Uh, and if I know its whole story, I enjoy it more. And I think that that's a big part of kind of being happy is enjoying little things so it just helps me enjoy the little things that way by knowing a better story about my fish so how much is a share of fish in terms of money but also quantity of fish and do you know what you're going to get or is it a surprise Uh, yeah you can uh well it's 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 not totally surprised It, it is based on like what's actually being caught so but you kind of have an have an idea of what's going to be caught um like fish that is caught locally. Um, so you know basically what you're going to get. Um, but uh, yeah, like if they were to have a bad fishing season for like, you know, say there was no sockeye salmon or something, then you wouldn't get any sockeye salmon. Um, you'd get, you have to settle for other kinds of salmon, but I mean like that doesn't seem like too big of a problem for me. I kind of actually like that. Like if there isn't any, if there isn't any sockeye being caught locally, I don't really want them to like import from elsewhere. I just will eat something else, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so um, like uh, that, that's fine with me. Um, and then for the size of share, um, so yeah, it's kind of dependent on what, on what, what's being caught and what's, what the department of fisheries, uh, allows, allows to be caught. Cause they won't open the fishing season if there's not enough 
for spawning. So it's kind of dependent on that. And, um, but yeah, since I've been a member, there hasn't really been any shortages of anything. Like luckily we are lucky enough to live on the West coast here where, um, the fish is pretty plentiful still. And so there hasn't really been any shortages of much since I've been a member. So you've been able to get like almost everything, uh, like tuna, and, um, chum salmon and pink salmon and, uh, sockeye and uh, spot prawns at different times of years. And we just got oysters that were grown in the Gulf islands that were so cool. And they were eating oysters before and then to eat local oysters. So cool. And then actually to meet the people who are, who are, uh, growing them. So cool. Um, and then, yeah, for share size, it's kind of dependent on just how much you want to invest at the beginning of the year. So, if, you know, you can, like I, st- I started with just like a hundred bucks a year. Um, cause that's how much it's like, a, that's, that's the lowest, the smallest share that you could buy in for is a hundred. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it lasted me, you know, I kept my freezer full of fish for the whole, for the whole year. Um, and, uh, now, now that my partner Lizzie's also involved, now we've graduated to a bigger share. So we get the, the $200 share. The fish that you get, um, is it like basically, is it like kind of processed or do you get like a whole fish and you have to kind of chop it up yourself or, uh, we do both. Yeah. So you can do both. So it's like, they could, you can do, um, you can get whole fishes and then you'll get like a better price cause they don't have to do the work of, for processing it. Um, or you can get, uh, already done fillets that they process at their, at their fishery. Um, and then you can just throw those in the freezer and then they're ready to go. Um, so like if we're having like a bigger barbecue or something, then we'll have a whole fish and then that's kind of fun. Um, or if you just want like dinner for two, then you can just have like the fillet. Um, the, like a fillet, like a pre-done fillet of fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can do either. So if you want to learn, that's another way to get more connected with your food. Like if you want to learn how to like clean and get a fish and stuff, you can do that through Skipperados. Um, you can talk to the, the fisher and, and direct, uh, or fisher families direct, and learn how to do those those types of things. Yeah. So they'll take the time for to teach you, or you need to sign up for the Skipper Auto fish gutting class? No, they'll totally take the time to teach you. Yeah, like they have all kinds of equipment that, that you can rent from them, like also like smokers and canners and fillet knives nice. and all the equipment that you need to do all these sorts of things. Um, and then... Uh, and then, so yeah, they'll, they're totally open to, I mean, they just love fish, so they're going to help you with whatever you want to know, I think. <laughs> so when you get the fish, do you walk down to the boat and shake the hand of the fishmonger or how does it work? Uh, yeah. In a lot of cases you do it, like it, with the oysters, it was like, yeah, like straight from the, um, nice lady who, who grew, who grew the oysters, um, who lives in Cortez Island in the Gulf Islands. Um, and then in other cases, like you can, um, you'll buy, you'll go down to the fish market uh, at Granville Island and just talk to the Skipperados people, and they just have the fish there that they've like if the you know off often the fishermen and fisherwomen like not not there like they'll be out fishing or doing whatever. So um, then you just uh, talk to Skipperados, but they have like a history of of all the fish that they have, so they can connect you with the fish with with the people who caught the fish if you uh, if you'd like. Uh, so that's really cool. So you kind of have that connectivity if you want it. Um, and then in often cases, like you're actually getting the fish direct from the actual person who did the who did the fishing. So that's awesome too. That sounds amazing. Um, what's your yeah, what's your really favorite cool. type of seafood? What was that? What's your favorite type of seafood? Oh shoot. Okay. Well, I would have said salmon recently, but then um, they were doing tuna. And I made some seared tuna. It's like the most simple thing you could ever imagine to do. Like, I don't think you can really screw it up. So you cook it, you cook it for like 30 seconds. Well, we made like a glaze thing, like with like uh, maple syrup and um, some soy sauce and stuff like that and some sesame seeds. And then we, you just like sear it for like 30 seconds. So it's like very easy. Uh, and then it just makes this crust and the inside is still like raw, kind of like sashimi or something like that. And then it was like the tastiest thing I think I've ever cooked in my life. Like I don't, it was so tasty. So I think that's gotta be my new favorite type of fish. Like it was so good. The tuna, I couldn't even believe it. It, it, it floored me at how good it was. And it was like the easiest prep thing ever. And, but then it looks like totally professional, like to be done because it's this beautiful seared tuna. So, um, yeah, I'd highly recommend doing something like that if you, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's my new favorite. Well, that sounds, Oh, sorry. Oh my gosh. Keep sorry. going. Gonna, yeah. You sound I'm excited. Freaking out again. Yeah. I'm just excited again. <laughs> That uh, also the oysters were so good. Oh my god, the oysters floored me too. Like we made, um, I've never done oysters before, and so we did. I think like oysters, like Rockefeller is like a nice introduction to oysters because it's like done up 
sped up the most, like the least, like, uh, it's just like, the, I don't know. I, if you smother something in Parmesan and garlic, like how are you going to not? Yeah, how can you go wrong? To, for that, for that, that's not going to go wrong. So that's how you cook them. You kind of bake them with garlic and Parmesan and bread, uh, breadcrumbs and, uh, some spinach in there and then it's like sitting all, all in the oyster and then baked and then that's just like yeah i don't think anyone's gonna just like eating those they're just the most tasty things ever so that's another one that's that i really liked a lot well it sounds amazing that you can get all these things locally uh thanks i'm so, gonna yeah, do certainly. this <laughs> thanks so much for coming on brenda's gonna go on skipper auto's website which is uh skipperauto.com and take and take a look at it sweet yeah no problem well, thanks so much, Mike. I looked up some facts about Skipperado, which I thought were pretty cool. Um, tell yeah. us, tell us, Brenda. Are we've you got ready? A, we've got a little bit of time. Yeah, left. hit it, hit it. Yeah. Okay. Hit, well, I looked up it. all the people, all the fishermen, and there's like 16 people, 16 fishermen. So when you think of, you know, Skipperado, it's just Mr. Otto and the boat and a bunch of fish. It's it's not. This sounds like a a really um, great uh, sort of community of fisher people bringing fish to you um it was also one of the first one of the first csfs in the world and the first in totally. canada it's very nice. cool oh i did not know that that's really cool yeah. yeah and then the family yeah they're like the i i love that they're just trying to grow and like support you know if they grow they just support more families like more independent uh, fishing families in the area so that's just amazing like i want to do that so mm-hmm. um so, so yeah, that's amazing. They've already got 16 that they're supporting. Like when you think about, you know, how many people that actually affects like all those families and it's including like actually Otto's family, like the, the Strobel's too, like so amazing that, that they're able to have this like do accomplish what they've done so far. And hopefully like in the future, they can just keep it going. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. well, thanks so much for coming on. Um, no problem. Thanks for having me. We're g- we're gonna let you go, but uh, okay. Yeah, cheers. Uh, uh, have, thanks have again. Have a good rest of the show. Yeah, yeah thank talk you. To you. Later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ah, I'm so doing this. <laughs> so that was that was Mike, um, who is a fan of, of fish, of fish, and Skipper Autos, uh, a community supported fishery. If you are interested in that, check it out at uh, Skipper Auto. That's all one word dot com. And um, yeah, we're going to play another song now. Uh, and and uh, what's the song? It is. Now, are all these songs from bands that are playing a festival that's coming up? No, it's all just different oh. local stuff. Um, I, I know we had some plans to play some stuff for Music Waste, but we will have to do that at a di- slightly different show. Um, this is... Elka, which is who is on 1080p, a local label that kind of does a lot of electronic music. And uh, this song uh, is called BBX 1999. <laughs> 
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Music race is back again on June 2nd to 5th, all across East Vancouver. Music race and arts race are presenting independent arts and cultural makers. Featuring Skyoti, SC, Stream Team, Stray Under, Gun Control, Ace Red Twins, Soul Loki, Supermoon, Stefana Fatida, Play Spring, Morning Coop, TV Upgrade, Data Plan, and more. Check out Music Waste on Facebook or head over to musicwaste.ca for all the information. He said it. And welcome back. That was our show for the day. It went fast. It went real fast. I thought it was going to, we were going to have more time and maybe talk about some other things, but we'll talk about them later. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, ben Lai has been chilling for he- and setting up stuff for.